0: of the embellished podcast a podcast focused on product stories product storytellers interesting brand ambassadors and any other tangent that I happen to come up with whether you're a bourbon fan a geek a casual observer or someone just floating through this channel, you're sure to waste a few minutes listening to what I have to say, and I hope you find it interesting. If you got here by chance, please take a moment to hit the subscribe button. I can be found on any podcasting platform that exists, and if you don't find me on that platform, send me an email at embellishpod at gmail.com, and I'll try to get it on there. I also generally live stream the recording of these episodes if you're listening to audio on YouTube on Wednesday nights around 9.30 p.m. uh, Central Standard Time, and you can find all of my links on Instagram, um, at EmbellishPod, or on Twitter with the exact same handle. I have a website. It is www.embellishpod.com. And that is also a place to pick up these links, episode details, and even some one-off tasting notes. I can also be found on TikTok. Not really sure what that app is for, but, you know, I'm giving it a shot and see what happens. Um, today is January the 26th of 2022. Um, we don't have a topic tonight because we're actually talking about the fact that this is this marks officially one-year Of recording, at least from the audio standpoint. The YouTube channel has only been around for a much shorter period of time, a little less focused on whatever its goal is. Um, Not not entirely sure yet, but I appreciate um, everybody being a part of this. So um, before we get started too much, we always talk about a few things ahead of time. Uh, One of the things that I came across there is the Seagrass 16-year 16-year release, and it's quite uh, fortuitous for that to hit when it did because we're in that vein of, you know, everybody's marking Seagrass as one of their top um, 10 bottles from 2021 and, you know, how popular it is, and uh, lo and behold, here comes uh, Barrel Spirits with their 16-year version of it. Um, I've seen a few folks that already have some. They're giving those tastes. They're giving it, you know, wonderful reviews. It looks like it's going to be a fantastic bottle, um, it's just it's it's tough to peel off two hundred and forty dollars for a sixteen year bottle of whiskey. I'm quite sure it's worth it. Um, but I try to stay as close to that ten dollars per year mark as I possibly can get. Um one of the other things, got an email today. Um I, I you've you've seen on a number of the episodes that that I have. I'm a little bit of a fan of Maker's Mark. And Maker's Mark just announced today that they have um they became the largest distillery to achieve a B Corp certification. Uh, and if you're not entirely sure what B Corp is, um, a B Corp is a company that meets a higher standard of social or environmental performance, accountability, transparency. Um, just someone that's interested in being a little more um, transparent in what they're doing and having a minimal impact. And I've already seen, Um, people trying to make this into a political thing, or, you know, oh, this is wokeness at its worst. Um, But I think, and and, and I saw, I'm going to steal this comment from some other person, but they made the statement for a company that almost explicitly relies on nature to produce their products whether it be because they need nature to create the water, so the water's a problem, uh, the crops to be able to mash in, the barrels to be able to um, age in, or the weather patterns to be able to age in. Any of those things match up with this idea that you should probably consider your sustainability and your long-term impact on the environment to make sure you can continue doing whatever it is that you do over a long period of time. Um, Within the context of what they've got, you know, there's a note from uh, the Samuels family about you know what they're after. Rob Samuels uh, actually put out um, a statement. You can go find that. There's a fantastic video on their website. Staying in the Maker's Mark vein, they also pushed out this week a list to the folks that are a part of the, the whiskey drop, a uh, list of the bottles that are going to be available. We already knew what the February whiskey drop was going to be like. Um, They did, the first round was the DNA bottles of the 110 and 115 proof. Next will be the 120 and 125, which means um, at that point, once those bottles show up next month sometime, I can run a a vertical tasting from the 110 to 125 uh, in their experiment of entry proofs. And if you don't know what those are, basically Maker's Mark is, is making the attempt to Um, toy with entry proof they've been going in at 110 for a very long time and so they decided hey you know they've they've done some some testing around wood and stave profiles they've done some testing around um, mouthfeel and now they're looking at uh, other facets of, of aging and one of the other unique values is that they don't rotate these barrels like they do the rest of the barrels in their rickhouses and they're aging for eight years so everybody's running eight years Um, It's about a year slightly older um, than what is going to be what's considered the oldest in the blend to begin with. Because I know makers usually does a five to seven year blend to make it out. But these barrels, since they're not being rotated, are going to be aged slightly longer, and they're going to have these entry proofs. And so. Absolutely, yeah. The barrel availability is still pretty good here as well, and I've got some sea, some of the traditional seagrass, but just that 16-year at that higher-end price point. I have a hard time spending that because I can pick up a handful of other bottles out there, and if, I, if you see, see me spending $200 on a rye, it's probably going to be um the leopold three chamber even though leopold three chamber even though it's getting a lot of uh significantly negative reviews around a lot of people i can appreciate the value of what's going on there Uh, Hey, bourbon lens and i don't know if it's which one of you guys it is so i'm just gonna leave it at bourbon lens i always default to jake and then i realize hey maybe it's not him Um, but i appreciate you guys for being here thanks for the 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 acknowledgement um you know Guys like you and and several other podcasts, which I'll talk about a little later on, are part of the reason why I'm actually doing it and why I continue to do it. Because you know, uh, sitting here and speaking into the to the void is a weird thing to do, especially as a single you know single guy talking. Um, but there's been a lot of a lot of positive feedback from folks, but. um Back to the to the whiskey drop. So they, they announced they're doing the 120 and 125 in the next round. Then they're going to do some private selections from Jane Bowie and Denny Potter. And then after that, it looks like we're going back into some more what what some folks have dubbed the license plate series. So in Argus, August they'll be releasing the BRTO1 and BRTO2. Um, I'm interested to find out what those are. Those are you know those those may be some some unique things that they've got going on as well. And then at the uh the end of the year they're gonna do limited edition holiday bottles. Um that one may be the most disappointing thing that I've, I've come across. I uh I'm I'm concerned that the idea is going to be that they're just giving you the bottles that you could buy at the distillery during the, the holiday seasons, the one with snowflakes or whatever and realistically yeah, i don't mind having those scott hey thanks for being here scott and i I hope it hasn't always been scott (laughs) joining for these because i've been calling you jake every time and if so that sort of makes me an asshole and i apologize um so um anyways they're they're doing that that's part of their whiskey drop uh one of the other things one of the things that i do uh for the episode is uh one of the, I like to talk about a little bit of news, and I've been thinking about this for a while. And um, Cole and Robbie from Chill Filter Podcast had me on, and they do a thing called Whiskey World News with one of every one of their episodes. And so I kind of tossed over them that I was considering doing uh, once a week, once a month, once every two weeks, whenever I happened to decide it, um, rounding up some news and kind of giving a. Uh, Paraphrased version of it and then my take on it and just kind of making that a whole thing and so um, what that results in is this idea that I'm going to try to kick off this coming Sunday um, we're going to call it buzzed feed and it's just going to be a quick 20-30 minute segment with some news talking about a series of things um, and, and work through that and see what see what happens there uh, it may be terrible it may be fun it may be exciting I, I don't know but I'm going to do it anyways because that's the entire purpose of this. Um, yeah. And it is, it is difficult to sit here. I'm, there's a wall that is about two and a half feet from me and I'm just staring at the wall. That's all I'm doing here. I'm just talking to myself, but I've worked in radio before. So it's a lot of the same type of thing where you're sitting in a room talking to yourself and you sort of get used to it. Um, but yeah, that's the, the long and short of it. That's where I'm heading is, um, going to continue down that path. One of the other things, got some interviews scheduled. Uh, the The folks from, um, the, uh, the some of the folks that I've, I've reached out to have already gotten back to me. I've been able to schedule a few things. So next week's episode um, that, that I have, I will likely live stream it. I'm going to have a chance to talk to Alan Bishop from French Lake Spirits, uh, or Spirits of French Lake. And I've got a lot of, or not a lot, I've got several of their bottles on hand. Um, if you've ever heard Alan Bishop talk, he's a super engaging individual uh he's their master distiller um you know, kind of got that you know redneck redneck mad scientist vibe to him uh he's on he does distiller's talk, does a handful of other things uh super entertaining guy, super excited about it um when we're gonna sit down, it'll probably be a full hour earlier than what I normally do, so we'll have to shift up an hour. Um, the week after that, I'll have uh, uh, an episode where I talk with Chris Blattner of the uh, Bourbon Charity and also Urban Bourbonist. Uh, they're in the middle of a, a membership drive, and I've been a member of Bourbon Charity for a year and a half or two years, for quite some time. Um, kind of really excited about what they're doing, and then I've got uh, some other folks uh, when we get later in the year. I'm going to try to have uh, have some of the guys from, from Bourbon Lens maybe come talk to me at some point in time. Um, got a Morgan from Female Whiskey Society. It's been super excited about that. That's one of the things that's, that, that feels sort of unique about um, the whiskey podcasting environment is that most of the folks that you talk to are super open and available to having conversations even with people who have a small platform. When I say small platform, this is... The epitome of a small platform. I think I have maybe you know thirty or forty subscribers on YouTube, and I probably have twenty or thirty um, regular podcast subscribers for the audio version. I think it's fifty when I start including include uh, streaming platforms. So the numbers are really really low, but uh, most of the people that I've talked to are just, you know what they just want to talk about it. They 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 have a passion for what they're doing, and they're they're willing to do that. Um, and so it's. It's it's super super exciting to have those things, but um, before we get too far down the rabbit hole of what I've been doing and why I'm doing it, you um, know, I was like, how how do you celebrate a year of of doing this? You know, like sitting in a room talking to yourself, and I was able to pick up some. Uh, some, some vintage whiskey, you know, that's where we went with, and it's nothing, you know, super exciting, but I was able to pick up an old Jim Beam decanter, it's from 1975, Um, we'll give it a shot, may have some lead poisoning here, so, you know, this could be the, the one year anniversary and the final recording of the episode, Um, got a couple of other things going on here, Um, got some, some of my single oak project with, which Cole and Robbie I shared with them, and then I've got an Elijah Craig single barrel Barrel proof that was from a local store that was picked here. Um, so that's what it is. That's where I'm at. I'm just going to celebrate. And if you're here uh, drinking along with me, I appreciate it. If you're not, you know, maybe you will later on. Probably won't find me giving any tasting notes because I'm not very good at that. I was able to join the guys from Bourbon Lens last night with a tasting with few spirits. Um, that was super entertaining their uh, master distiller head of their company whatever you call him um is a very engaging and and fun character but what i found i've had a few other things i've talked about some of their their bottles before um they have an american whiskey that is possibly one of the most interesting bottles interesting tastes that i've had in a while um you know whenever i wrote down my tasting note, I immediately went to a uh, like a Kansas City barbecue that's been smoked. And I don't necessarily mean the actual meat portion of it. It wasn't necessarily that it was savory enough to be full-on ribs, but there was a sweetness, there was a smokiness to it, and there was a number of spices in there that sort of kicked in. And what he described is it's, it's sort of a burai mixed with a single malt thrown in there for good measure. So it's got a, a ratio that creates that. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for no lead poisoning. You know, the thing is I was reading about lead poisoning before I started drinking this and the symptoms of lead poisoning are very similar to the symptoms of alcohol intoxication. They just last longer. So if you feel like you're drunk for slightly longer than you probably should be, there's a chance you have lead poisoning. But, um, most of the time the lead poisoning comes from the crystal decanters more than it does from these porcelain ones. Cause the porcelain ones only have, uh, lead poisoning, Generically, I'm not a scientist here, but what I read, they will only have potential lead problems for ones that were faulty, and they usually don't make it out of the factory. Uh, Even in the 70s, they didn't make it out of the factory because they wouldn't hold together. Um, It's just a poor firing situation that created that problem. So, um, When I started on this journey, I tried to set some realistic goals uh, about what I was doing here and what was a measure of success. And that's a thing that I spent a lot of time uh, thinking about in my, uh, my day-to-day employment. The thing that actually pays the bills is setting realistic goals and then, then achieving them. And early on I had post-it notes up on the wall and, you know, the, the goal was, you know, one released episode, five released episode, 10 released episodes. And I, I tried to do a one, five, 10 for all three of the things. So it was released episodes, downloads from people, Listens from people and then reviews. And realistically, for releasing, downloading, and listening, those were all pretty easy goals to to meet. But what I found is that reviews, for whatever reason, are more difficult. And it's not just me. You see some of the much larger uh, podcasts. You know, if you've got thousands and thousands of followers and you only have 20 or 30, reviews whether they positive be positive or negative that gives you you know kind of an idea of what the percentage looks like and uh, so maybe I didn't do enough kind of looking from the onset of what is a realistic goal for for catching reviews it's tough it's tough to convince people to go out and um, take an action to say hey I like or hate this particular person I like or hate this particular um podcast or whatever it is you know whatever the people are doing you know I like it I don't like it whatever Um, but most of those goals were were pretty easy to do I mean the the releasing is a thing that I am entirely in control of Um, and I also kind of set a a secondary goal of record every single week uh, for the duration of the year and that became somewhat unrealistic as we got into summer and um, my wife is a school teacher, and my kids are home for the summer. And trying to sit down and do these things while we're you know vacation, whatever else happens, uh, man, it was super tough. Yeah, we will have our hey, you know what, um, Zachary Jones, thank you for being here. Have our one year anniversary together at Bourbon Fest this year. I actually have my my, my bourbon my Bourbon Fest Glen. That's it's sitting right here. It's waiting with the, with a pour in it. Um and absolutely we'll we'll try to coordinate to wear matching shirts again, but there'll be different matching shirts than the last time maybe um we'll we'll see if we can work that out maybe there'll be um you know whiskey weekend batch four shirts or something along that lines we'll we'll figure something else out um and we'll probably have a few more drinks together this time because I will likely not bring my spouse not that I don't want her to come, but it just wasn't her thing, and um it was definitely my thing. So in the last year, this is, you know, solely, these are the parts that can't be attributed to me. These are parts that are attributed to the folks that are in this live stream, the folks that are um, listening to audio podcasts. Um, I've done no social networking with people that I know. There are very, very few people in my immediate um, sphere of influence that know that I do this aside from my spouse, aside from... I uh, met my brother who doesn't listen. He's a sort of a teetotaler, so that's really not an option for him. But aside from that, I haven't done any of that because I wanted to get a realistic view of how many strangers can I convince to 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 listen to what I'm doing. And over the last year, I've had, you know, a little less than 600 downloads of the podcast, which is a number that I would have thought was completely unrealistic um and then for non downloading platforms, there's been, you know, forty or fifty streams, which means um every episode, if I look at an average, because this is the fortieth episode right now, where we're at. Savant Slayer shirts. You wanna do Savant Slayer shirt? Is that what we're after? I I think I can work that out. Um if nothing else I'll uh, I'll make one myself. It's fine. Um but I've had at least one episode streamed on some non-download platform we're averaging over 10 downloads per episode and these 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 are numbers for you know for for folks like scott at bourbon lens they're seeing you know largely significant more numbers than that but after a year of sitting here and just talking to myself um i, th- I feel pretty good about that and I, I feel you know i feel like these are um pretty solid achievements um and it really feels like I'm trying to like, you know, stroke my own ego here. But at the end of the day, um, I'm I'm doing whatever I want to do. And you guys just happen to, to to be along for the ride. And I super appreciate it. Um, YouTube was a thing that I've kicked off here more recently. And I'm not sure how to fully utilize this platform to its greatest benefit. But um, I enjoy sitting here having these conversations, um, converting something that was audio into video um, and man, there's a rabbit hole that you can run down real fast with what these things are, but as a, a positive byproduct, the things that I've been able to, 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 I don't want to say directly do because of this, but, um, Zachary Jones even touched on it here, uh, in the chat is that, you know, I was able to meet him at, um, hit, hitting the hockey stick curve upward soon. you know, if I do, I do, if I don't, I don't, it's, I, I've hit the measure of success that I want for this. Um, if it doesn't gain any more following than this right in here, I'll still keep doing it until I just get tired of it. But, um, I was able to meet a person that I otherwise would never have met. Um, we were, he, he, he gave me a couple of handshakes of stuff. We uh, sat down, had a conversation at uh Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon fest this year. Would have never known who this guy was aside from happening to be in some of the same chats for, um, bourbon junkies or wherever else but the odds of us connecting are much smaller. Um, you know, and, and I've been able to, to meet, um, uh, Matt, who is the bourbon jeeper on Instagram. And he now works for Penelope. I was able to meet him and I was able to meet Jack who is the, the hood sommelier. And these are all people I've met in real life. And, uh, Tim, Tim, the, the single barrel stop. These are people I've met in real, re, met in real life. And, I would consider them more than an acquaintance at this point. They, they would be people that, if I see them out, I would probably sit down, we'll have a drink, we'll have a conversation, have real conversations with people. Um, and that's what I think that this particular type of community is is realistically all about. Um, one of the other things that I was able to do is I was able to guest host an episode of uh, Chill Filtered with that Cole and Robbie usually uh, record, Um Cole's uh, wife gave birth to a child over the summer, and uh, Robbie said, "Hey, you know, I'd been interacting with them just because I listened to their podcast and I enjoyed it, and I'd listened to it before I had a podcast. It was one of those. Uh, most of the most of the folks that I uh, Patreon, I will listen to them for four or five months, and if it's something that I continually go back to, then I'll start sending money to them because obviously they're creating content that I appreciate and I want to be a part of." Um, and so that, that it sort of happened. They are like, Hey, you know, you've got a podcast. We've got some time that we needed to fill. Had an opportunity to sit down with, with Robbie. And then later on, you know, a couple episodes back, they came and did a live on this episode. And it was super fun. I, you know, I had a great time. And that's the thing that I'm hoping by, you know, doing some of these interviews that I've got lined up, um, is that <clears throat> I'll be able to have those conversations face to face because those are, um, those are fun. Those are, you know, those are not me just talking to myself here in a, a dark room where I've uh, created something. When I started this out, um, I do a lot of talking for work, if you can't tell. I do a whole lot of talking for work. And so I started off with just a series of notes. But what I found is what happens at work often is that I will start to um, ramble if my notes are not clear enough. And so I started recording the podcast just with notes and then I went to an explicit script so that way I could stay on task, not have a significant number of of uh, um, pauses, verbal pauses like just right then um, and be able to to edit a little more clearly. And then as I progressed forward and then I started moving into doing the doing the, the YouTube streams, um, they feel significantly more artificial and they feel more limited. Um, and and so I stopped doing the scripting and so it it was, it was weird to see how that sort of uh, adjusted to its own thing. Um, but it allows it to have, to me, a more conversational feel, which is what I appreciate. Um, With the the guys at Bourbon Lens, it's about whiskey, but it's also about a couple of guys talking. With Cole and Robbie, it's about whiskey, but it's also about a couple of guys talking uh, over at Chill Filtered. Same thing with uh, This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Sometimes the, the best parts of what Perry and Eric or Perry and Swan or Perry and Eric and Swan happen to do are the conversations that have nothing to do with whiskey. And so that's the thing that, you know, over the course of the next year, hopefully I'll have enough people joining me that I can have those conversations um, and have something a little more um, familial, a little more entertaining for me. Um, and then the the other thing that I've done that has been sort of an offshoot of this is I've done a handful. I did a blind tasting with Colin Robbie um, from Chillfield on this episode, and I can I'm hoping to do that with a number of other people. So Zachary Jones, if you want to join me one night, I will send you some samples from an episode, and we'll talk through it, and you can taste them. Um, Scott, anybody, anybody who wants, just reach out. Absolutely, reach out, and I will. Uh, send some stuff you join we re, will record something or we'll live stream it'll do whatever because uh, those are just fun but i've also done a whole bunch of blind tastings for work now which started off as a, a virtual blind tasting ended up with um now i am uh, doing face-to-face ones now that we're able to you know with uh um being allowed to travel and and do all of those things. And that's the other thing that's going to happen in in 2022 that's going to probably require me to be a little bit more focused. Like I've started planning out and I think I've got enough content to get me into May at this point, not necessarily, not recorded, just planned, um, to, to help alleviate the fact that I've got at least three work trips that are gonna span over um when I would normally record. So I'm gonna have to get ahead of the things. You know, I'm gonna have to actually put some things in the bucket and um make sure that I can release something on an evening. Um, and I've got ideas for those, you know. But there's uh things like Whiskey Week in Batch Four. I'm going to attend that. Super excited um super excited about the opportunity to you know kind of hang out with some of those folks uh i walk this weird line where whenever you go to these things um like when i got to meet jack from from hood Sommelier, um thanks chainsaw hey thanks eric um eric is one of so chainsaw in the woods is eric he's one of my um, local friends he's one of the few local friends that know that this exists i appreciate you being here tonight um but one of the weird things is like if i meet people in real life i'm trying not to make it about um social media engagement or pointing out hey i know this person now i was able to hang out with them and do this thing which i guess i completely destroyed that tonight by talking about it but um, in the moment it's about interacting with those folks and so opportunities like whiskey weekend batch four or kentucky bourbon festival or some of the travel opportunities or any of the meetups that are likely going to occur in the next year our chance for me to legitimately interact with those people without having to have this, this artificial barrier between us. Um, and you'll, you'll likely see Eric at some point in time. I'm going to try to have him, uh, join me one night for a tasting and Scott absolutely. Um, you know, MacBooks are the way to go. The only downside is that most external webcams, if you try to get one, uh, like to come in a regular USB, they don't have USB C. Uh, so you have to either have a docking station of some type or whatever, but, um, that's what we use for work, so i've got one that's what I'm staring into right here, and it seems to handle it just fine so um you know i I've, I've rambled on for twenty eight minutes with little to no content um most of the most people that I've had in chat at one point in time. I super appreciate everybody being here tonight, like I said next week we're going to have uh, i say we like there's another person in the room it's just me next week I'm going to have Alan Bishop from the Spirits of French Lick here. Uh, Master Distiller. It's going to be absolutely fun. Probably going to have to go ahead and mark that as explicit because that's just who he is and I I super enjoy it. But uh, we'll talk about his whiskeys. We'll talk about a number of different things. Um, he's super into history of whiskey and I'm super into it as well. It's probably going to be a little bit nerdy. You may or may not like it, but it'll be fun. Uh, right after that, Chris Blattner from, uh, bourbon charity, we'll talk about their membership drive, the positive things that they've been doing, some of the amazing bottle giveaways that they do as a part of their charity drives, kind of the, the foundational concepts of it. Um, you know, like I said, we've got Morgan from female whiskey society, you know, coming up in, in at a later point in time i can't remember what date i put for that um probably gonna have uh the guys from this is my bourbon podcast are gonna come and join me a lot of people have said yes like i said i was super surprised that everybody's just like yeah absolutely i'll join because you know um they're already running their own things how do they have time to to agree to do these as well especially for someone with a small platform but that's what that's what's been super exciting about the year now it's 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 been interesting it's been a stress at some times and but it's not been something that i've ever wanted to stop doing so um we'll close it out there i think we you know i keep saying we like there's another person it's not it's just me but thanks for joining me tonight or today or whenever you happen to catch this i hope you found this episode entertaining and if you did please leave me a review on whatever platform you have to be consuming this on now you can leave a comment if possible. You can hit me up on social media on Twitter or Instagram using EmbellishPod or even TikTok. Not sure what that platform's for, but I'm giving it a shot. And you can give me a follow so you can keep up with what's going on here. I can be found at www.embellishpod.com with all of my links, accounts, contact details, and I'll be back at it again next week with a new offering. It'll be Alan Bishop from the Spirits of French Lick joining me to talk about what he's got going on. So until then, cheers and thanks for hanging out. Thank <music> you.